<laughs> I, and we're still not okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Ollie. <laughs> I just think that like we're never going to be able to find things to banter about again because of the pandemic just like no. totally burning us out. But I would like to share with our dear, dear listeners that we just spent <laughs> 10 minutes Googling where lizards go in the winter. <laughs> And while meanwhile, Esther has a giant lizard and she was like, oh, yeah, that's what this lizard does in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah, it turns out lizards do what your giant lizard is doing right now. It's just hibernation. Yeah. Also, I found out recently, this is like maybe something that everyone knows, but me, I uh-huh. literally found out like last month that hibernation was not basically a coma. Oh, like I yeah. always thought that when something went into hibernation, they were just fully asleep for the entire six months. Oh, no, no, no. Because Hongxi, he's the big lizard. He like periodically <laughs> wakes up and like gets some water and then goes back to sleep. So I literally thought that when bears hibernated, they were like just out the entire time. <laughs> I'm I'm turning 34 and like. Three months, Three Esther, months. and I had no idea that hibernation was not just basically a really long coma. Yeah, well, I, I feel like that is the fault of our media growing up because we still felt like sinkholes were a thing. And so I feel like they should they did not clarify about hibernation and sinkholes. I mean, like, no, it's quicksand. There we go. Quicksand. <laughs> quicksand. Yeah, That's I'm more scared of we should be more scared of sinkholes, but all of us are more scared of quicksand. Quicksand. Like, yeah. Sinkholes really do happen. <laughs> happen. They're terrifying. But we were taught more about quicksand than we were sinkholes and hibernation. So that's not right. Our For hibernation, I was seriously like so surprised by that. But I guess that's what lizards do too. Yeah. Which is why Mac was able to get her like grimy little monster paws on one. So upsetting. Poor baby. I know. I never know what to do in those situations. I'm just like, oh, dogs, why are you like this? I know. I know. Dogs are disgusting. No, I usually just apologize and like try to bury it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm so sorry. Go back into the earth where you belong. So the thing is, is that it's like I think of it when she wants to get a lizard as like a murderous thing, but an animal mm. doesn't think about it as a murderous thing. No. An animal thinks about it as just like an inherent or doesn't think about it at all. It's just like an inherent drive. Probably with her, it has to do more with like, oh, this is a fun thing to play with. Cause that's what we found out with our dogs. Like they would yeah, chase it's chickens, like, a like, is thing. It like a, like, ooh, this is so much fun. And then they accidentally kill it. Like, happens. <laughs> I think we've talked about animal death too much. I feel so bad, but I just want the freaking lizards to stay in hibernation. It's only yes. February. We're not ready for you yet. Yes, exactly. Everyone stay <laughs> asleep. It's best for all yeah. of us. Although it's start, I think that we're about to do our time change again or something. It yes, was like in like two weeks, at I feel like. Yeah. And then you'll be able to record at a more reasonable hour instead of oh, having to stay until 11 to record. Well, yeah, you're me. getting punch drunk Esther at the moment, but that's okay. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You need to take after the giant lizard living in your house and just <laughs> settle in for a yeah, long snuggle nap. snuggle in for a very long nap. That's basically what this <laughs> vacation has been, is me settling in from one long nap to the next. <laughs> yeah. So if you are a longtime listener, dear listener, Esther always gets like three weeks off for Lunar New Year. Yep. So that's what she's doing now. Just hanging out. Lunar New Year-ing as best as possible. Yeah. <laughs> charge of picking the card of the day yes i am and i am using what a deck is this where's the box oh the seven sphere rider weight smith traditional oh cool yeah we'll have to review that because we've done the seven sphere uh lenormand and mars did we do the marseille deck i thought so maybe not we'll have to look it up but yeah we should do the territory marseille version because there are some changes and some things that are surprisingly unchanged. maybe do a comparison so between the two it would be a good oh yeah that's episode. a good idea that could be a fun chat because there are some things that are the same and some things that are different so that would be fun. right yeah and with our tarot of art history or history of tarot art book coming out that'd be a nice little uh segue into that topic we should okay. probably start remembering to call it by its actual name i know <laughs> 
I, it's just like, where, what comes first? The sub- subject, the modifier? Where History of tarot art. Uh, what is it? Unlocking tarot history deck by, no. Demystifying the art and arcana, arcana deck, deck by, by deck. deck. There we go. <laughs> We're going to have to tattoo that on a finger or something and like put it up to our face every single time. <laughs> I love the subtitle so much. Subtitle so good. So good. Okay. Okay. Card of the day. Three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> the card of the day is the Knight of Swords. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So you need to stop editing out your shuffling because we got another oh. question about what <laughs> like doing the seven by seven actually oh, yes. means because yeah. no one can hear you doing it because you get all <laughs> self-conscious of how long it takes. It takes for fucking ever, everybody. You don't realize how I long know. it takes. But I was going I know, to, that's what one of my things I was going to do is I was going to do a reel of me shuffling and showing the shuffling method. But then I realized oh, a, reel a, reel. Is only like, a reel is only like 30 seconds long. Oh, and so that's I'm like, true. So, but, but somehow our friend Rachel Teratibit78 can do like a whole flip through video on Instagram TV and upload it that way. So I've got to figure out, I've got to yeah, give offerings to the Instagram gods. Or you could also just do the real in like a more cut style. So just show yeah, what you mean by each motion and how many times you do it rather than walking okay. through each step. Yeah, maybe, like, yeah. Seven of this, seven of this, then, you know, right. That could work. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could do like a, one step at a time, certain sort of thing. And then, yeah, like, rather step one, than... here's step two, here's step three, maybe something. I don't know. Yeah, you could make it cool. Or just I be like everybody else and do it on TikTok originally and then download the TikTok video and upload it. You could, <laughs> but TikTok's also only a minute long and sometimes your method takes slightly longer than a minute. <laughs> Not usually. Well, but, but instant, but the reels on Instagram, I think, are like 30 seconds. Like, I think the they might be reel. 20. Okay. Okay. Maybe 30. Okay. It's like a weird, it's, it doesn't align with either of the TikTok lengths, which are 15 or 60, yeah. which is the weird thing because that it's like, so weird. It, they may, they want it to be so that you can't just Import upload TikToks. the same stuff. Yeah. Well then why have a fucking reel, you idiot anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it's a social media rant for another day. <laughs> it is. Okay. Our first question of the episode is from Miranda, there's an exclamation point. That is something I added unintentionally. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was like, wow, Miranda's really excited. Okay. So Miranda says, hello, ladies. I have kind of a spooky one for you. We like spooky, so yay. My cousin Colleen and I both love your podcast. We started our tarot journey together about two years ago, are very close, and often pull cards for each other or weigh in on each other's interpretations. We also live half a country away from each other, which means that our days would not include the same people or events unless significant family-related or public events slash news were at play. A couple of weeks ago, I pulled three cards as an overview for her day and and again for mine. This is the strange part. Our individual spreads were perfectly reversed. For context, hers was the moon, justice, reversed, ace of wands, and mine was ace of wands, reversed, justice, and the moon, reversed. Hmm. Almost like the same reading was being viewed from the opposite end of the table. So kind of like a mirror was being held up, I think, is what it kind of sounds like. I use an RWS deck that is well broken in. I riffle shuffle several times between pulls, and card sticking together is not an issue with this deck. This freaked us out. But since the intention of of these spreads was just the overall scope of our days, we thought maybe this was just a fluke or some abstract similarity in how both of our days would unravel. Today, I pulled a card for each of us and the same thing happened. My card was the Knight of Wands and hers was the Knight of Wands reversed. Initially, I thought that maybe the same thing would run through both of our days, but this is just so weird. It feels deliberate. Is there a greater message that we're being called to pay attention to? What could this synchronicity mean? I love it. I think that like it is so cool when stuff like that happens, especially with somebody that you already love and are so close to, because it really yes. allows for like exploring how you can develop your like tarot reading side together to make you both stronger, which is so mm-hmm. neat. I think yes. also maybe considering wh- what specific questions you're posing would be helpful if that keeps happening, just to be like, am I focusing too much on myself when I'm pulling cards for her almost. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's so cool that it's always reversed. So it really is like you guys are sitting at a table together and 
you're pulling cards and it looks different from each side of the table. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's, I, I think this has a lot to do with the soul connection you have that this is since like, it is literally like you're both sitting at the same table and you're both seeing these cards. So it makes any sense. Like, even though there's a country, you're across the country from each other, you still have this really deep connection with each other that you're both sort of like in this together sort of thing. I love that. And I also love cousin relationships. They're so fun. It is. This sounds amazing. Yeah. But I think that the questions that, that Miranda poses are really good. So maybe the first one is, is there a greater message that they're being called to pay attention to? Okay. Maybe we should ask what is the greater message they're being, or what is the message maybe? Good idea. Okay. Colleen and Miranda. What is the message, the larger message for Colleen and Miranda? I accidentally pulled three cards, so. Oh, that's well, fine. Um, it's okay. That's all right. <laughs> mm. What did you get? I got the Page of Cups. Just kind of not surprising because it seems like there's that nice message. emotional connection and the message. Yeah. And I got the Four of Pentacles. Okay. And I got Justice and the Queen of Coins and the Devil. Okay. Justice, the Queen of Coins. And you got the Four of Pentacles. Pentacles and the Page of Page of Cups. Cups. I kind of feel like this is like one there there one is going to be going through some sort of difficult time that the other cannot join with, but that the other is being called to still be emotionally supportive. Supportive. Yeah through that time. Like does, does that make sense? Like it's kind of like a different calling, like you're you're meant to do this so don't give up on this person or don't yeah yeah especially with kind of like the protectiveness with the four of pentacles if you want to kind of take it that way it's like sort of like gathering somebody to your bosom almost yeah (laughs) and being like i'll protect you here because that's what this card it literally is her hugging a coin like a woman standing behind the chest of coins and like hugging it so it's very much like that sense of closeness and that sense of like gathering a different person or gathering that resource to you and to you yeah and especially with sort of like the nurturing nature of the queen of coins it's like there's some safety and like protection that you can offer Mm -hmm. yeah yeah should we maybe dig into that a little bit more I think so. I, I'm curious about which one would be going through the difficult time or, or if Marie, like, cause I don't know if, Mar- if Miranda is the one going through a difficult time or Colleen would be the one going through the difficult time. That's the names, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so maybe like asking next steps for Miranda. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, She's Colleen like, listens too though. So maybe we should pull that's true. next steps for, both, steps of for both of them. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to take one and I'll take the other? Yeah, sure. I'll do Colleen. Okay. I'll do Miranda. I love Colleen's. Two of my absolute favorite people in college were named Colleen. Aww. And like the assholes that we were, we called, we called our friend Colleen, who was in our same grade level, regular Colleen. And then Colleen, who was a year younger than us, cute Colleen. Oh my gosh. (laughs) How terrible is that? (laughs) And cute Colleen is so freaking cute. She still is. Colleen, if you're listening, you're adorable and we love you. But for poor regular Colleen. <laughs> Colleen. <laughs> regular Colleen. <laughs> and so anyway, I love Colleen's. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love Colleen so much. Oh. Anyway, so this right. Colleen. What did you get for Miranda? I got the... Again, pull one over. Okay. The Nine of Cups, the Five of Wands, and the Knight of Cups. 
So to me, this feels like Miranda will be the one going through the adverse times. You got the nine of cups, the five of five cups. of wands, five of wands, oh, five of wands, and the knight of cups. Knight of cups. What did you get? I got the nine of swords and the seven oh. of cups. They're still like weirdly like mirroring each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, but I think that you're probably, I think that your interpretation of maybe like Miranda's next step is kind of. It's like doing what she knows that she, like she's comfortable with. She's done it before. Like, cause the nine of cups is like doing that. I'm not necessarily performance, but you're doing what you've always done and you're good at it and you know, you're good at it. With yeah. the five of wands here, to me, there's that there's like a conflict that's going to be happening with the knight of cups. I don't I don't want to say it's a person necessarily or if it's a toxic um, influence, kind of like the knight of cups can be because the knight of cups can be kind of emotionally toxic person or emotionally yeah. toxic energy. I don't typically interpret the knight of cups that way just because. Like, I know why people do. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But for me, it doesn't always come up in that same way. It can be, like, more of the, like, I don't know, pure-heartedness rather mm-hmm. than sort of the false pure-heartedness, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But with the addition of the Five of Wands, it feels like the purity of intention is probably not there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think I think you're right. I think that Miranda is kind of, like, going through some stuff and Colleen's role is to is, I mean, not role, but sort of the next step stuff is like kind of the anxiety of decision-making is going to be something that Colleen is grappling with. So Colleen maybe like stepping into some more like intentional, what can I do to, walk with Miranda through this would be helpful to like make sure that the Knight of Swords or Knight of Cups isn't like damaging or the conflict right. with the Five of Wands isn't damaging. Right. Because it, it definitely seems like there's something going on in Miranda's side that's kind of like if she didn't expect it to be toxic, but it's kind of turned out that way. And that Colleen's close enough to be able to assist and feel situation. anxious about it, but also yeah. maybe offer some alternatives. I think that it's interesting to have like a, in a helper role, have the nine of swords and the seven of cups come up because the nine of swords is so about like that anxiety. And I think that it's mm-hmm. really easy when we're reading for just ourselves to think about it as being anxiety about ourselves but right. we also know that we can totally be kept awake with anxiety and stress and worry for oh, yeah. other people. Oh, totally. And especially yeah. with the addition of the seven of cups, it's so interesting because it's like part of what, if you're worried about other people, part of what makes you worried is kind of like a lack of truly understanding all of the options. And so having mm-hmm. that seven of cups there too is like, I think the way forward for Colleen is figuring out some way to, help illuminate some of those options and just kind of acknowledging that there might be some moments of anxiety about it all. Yes. And there's so many cups in this. So I, I definitely feel like that emotional connection between you two is a strength yeah, that be you need to lean helpful. into. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch practical magic and just think about. <laughs> yeah. That the connection. Yeah. yeah. Or charmed. Oh my goodness. And listen to our Patreon episodes. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> or charmed. But I think specifically, I mean, the sisters and charmed are not great examples of like this is true. necessarily do the support. opposite of what they <laughs> maybe in a couple of episodes, but they're also total dicks to each other sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. in uh, like practical magic, the whole thing is kind of like how to support people who are dealing with stuff. And so I mm-hmm. just really think that that's a great yeah. example. Plus, it's like peak great 90s fashion and a dream house. Sandra Bullock so. is in it. And I love her. Sandra Bullock and, uh, and Nicole Kidman. Nicole right? Kidman, who I just wanted to call Chris for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> they have the best hair either of them have ever had at the best house. It's just a perfect movie about how to support people. Yeah. Via murder. <laughs> just kidding. I but mean, also kind of not. That's how we met. Don't I mean, murder anyone, Colleen and Murder Miranda. has not been approved yet. You have to yeah, come yeah, to us, murder, murder approved. approved. Yeah, exactly. 
Anyway, good luck. Um, yes. Should we pull an additional card, like little pep talky yeah. thing? Let's do pep talky thing. Just a second. I've got pep talky decks out the wall here. Let's see. Oh, maybe I'll use I'm, compendium for that. I'm going to use Prairie Majesty Oracle and do Ooh. Is that downstairs here? I don't think so. I hope the compendium isn't mad at me because I haven't pulled her out for so long. <laughs> this one, the one upstairs one. gets used. Yes. Be nice. Be nice to me, please. Be nice to me, please. Be nice to me, please. I'm going to keep that in the episode. <laughs> please be nice. Please, please be nice. Don't embarrass me in front of your friends. Come on. Yeah, don't embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> this freaking deck. I don't know, like, Claire, if you're listening, please tell me why your decks are so needy. They're always like, if you're not using them daily, they get mad. Yeah. At least for me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I can't use all of your decks every day. Yeah. <laughs> they need to be on a rotation. Can you explain to them they need to be on rotation? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. What did you get from Prairie, Mag Prairie Majesty Oracle? Okay, so before... I don't think... I don't know if I'll keep this in. So before, when we were pulling cards, I had this, like, ping that Miranda may be feeling like she needs to move. Oh. And then I got the, car this, the card called Map, which is the compass plant, which says, which course takes me home? Okay. I think you should so leave that in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, okay, Miranda, if you're not really planning to move, please don't move on my account, because I'm just a random person in South Korea. Well, so, but, but I'm just my... saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that it's interesting that you say that, because my cards from Compendium of Constellation are Objective, Subtlety, and Heal, and because your experience of healing from your past involved a big move, it kind of yeah. makes sense if the general idea would be something about creating ways to like figure out how to heal and what your ultimate goals are, mm -hmm. like heal from whatever in your past that for right. you, that could come through as a moving thing, but also yeah. it doesn't have to be with the card that you pulled. It doesn't have to be literally literal home, right? Moving. It could just right. be the like mapping of getting to an emotional place that you want. Yes. And with all the cups that we got before, I think mm -hmm. that that feels really reasonable to say the pep talk then is, you know, start thinking about how you can map out healing and like objective happiness. Yeah. And finding that sense of home, either where you are now or in the future, if it means like a literal move, like. Right. And with this, the addition of the subtlety card from compendium, it's kind of like you need, it's not just generally what I thought I wanted. Like it's not mm -hmm. just generally, I thought that I wanted to have a house with a yard and a dog and a kid or whatever. It's, looking for oh my god what is happening in your house are you being murdered <laughs> that's <Dougie> snoring. <laughs> is that's him snoring <laughs> esther i've never heard him snore so loud in my life that is crazy that's not even loud that's not even loud <laughs> he gets grandpa <laughs> he's like fully human level of snoring he like he and Holman could compete with snoring levels I'm oh not even my joking god that was I was seriously like is Esther okay because we're having technical difficulties and I can't see Esther but normally I no. can it was such a loud breathing sound that it almost sounded like she was being strangled <laughs> sorry Brandon Colleen Oh my god, that was wild. I was like, that cannot possibly be a dog. It was indeed a dog. <laughs> and he's not even that big of a dog. He's like a 40 no. pound dog. Yeah. Just sawing logs over here. Okay, anyway, but I think the subtlety of like figuring out what home feels like is going to be kind of the key to this transition period. And that also goes back to Colleen being able to shed light on the seven of cups. Like mm -hmm. it's not just this sort of broad idea of what makes you feel healed and whole and happy and safe. It's kind of like the nuances of specifically what you could change to make it even stronger. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you guys have each other. This is going to go as well as possible. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And keep us updated because I think that you're definitely sort of being called to work with each other more closely. With definitely. So def- definitely. Yes. 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 Awesome. All right. My question is from Kate and Kate says, I'm a woman dating a lovely guy. We've been together for over a year now and he understands me and supports me in a really beautiful way. However, I'm afraid that I'm gay. I've known that I'm bi for a long time and it's a big part of my identity that he's always been extremely comfortable with. We're in an open relationship and I can explore any connections I'd like with other people. But lately I've realized that while I enjoy sex with men, there's something missing that feels present when I'm with women and femme people. I want to touch them as well as be touched, whereas I'm a lot more ambivalent towards men. I don't want to break up with him, but the thought that I should makes me very stressed and anxious. What's the best way forward? It's a good question. And a tricky position to find yourself in. I think you've sort of set the groundwork really well by already exploring, like, opening the relationship and knowing that that's, like, something that you're both working through is right. helpful. Um, and you're both very communicative with each other and honest with your feelings and things like that. Sounds like. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. There are all, it's also so important to remember that there are totally ways to be in relationships with people that are not sexual relationships. So yes. like maybe this, this man that you're with is just meant to be a non-sexual partner. There's all sorts of, ways to relate to others that could still mm-hmm. even involve being romantic, but just not sexual. Right. It's all a spectrum. All right. But I think what's the best way to move forward makes a lot of sense for Kate. Yes, yes, yes. That's always our favorite catch all <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just so perfect. Uh, okay. So what are the next, the best way to move forward for Kate? Should we do like a vibe check first and then talk about how to move forward? Yeah, let's do a vibe check check first. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just just like do our best to only each pull one card for this vibe check. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) We've set the ground rules. Let's see who follows them and who doesn't. (laughs) Esther's like, I know you won't be the one to follow them. (laughs) Ba-bam. Okay. I don't, so I normally don't switch to like reversed when I am pulling cards on the podcast, but this one feels important to be reversed. Mm-hmm. This is where that like using your gut check is helpful, but I got the okay. chariot reversed. And I got the knight of swords. That's both so actiony. With the chariot reverse, it's to me, it's like things have kind of slowed way down in contrast or, to the knight of swords who sped up. Well, you like, know what I was thinking fast. is maybe, yeah, may, like maybe that's where it's coming from is that you feel like the things are sort of hurtling forward outside of your control because mm-hmm. the chariot is such a controlled momentum and yep. having it be reversed to me doesn't necessarily have to mean lack of momentum, but lack of control with momentum. And then the addition of the knight of swords, it's like, there's sort of stuff that's moving really fast and that's making you feel out of control, which makes sense. If you've been with your partner for a year, that's usually when people start feeling like maybe like there's a certain level of commitment there and a certain like future plan, especially in sort of compulsory heterosexuality. Like when you've been with somebody for a year then that's like the time where, you know, moving in together happens and like talking about the future happens in like traditional relationships. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're feeling like things are moving really fast in that area. And it's something that you don't feel like you have the reins over. Yeah. Okay. So then what would be the next step forward for this? I'm going to release my rule of only one card. Esther. Okay, releasing <laughs> the rule. Let the announcement be known. I wonder to all if people listen to us talk and they're like, "Wow, Holly is the bossiest, worst person on the planet." I think we're just very much decision makers. So. Yeah, like okay, this is how we're gonna do it. We're like, okay, that's fine. Let's do it. Hmm. Okay. What did you get? 
Okay, what did you get first? Okay, <laughs> why? I got the Knight of Cups and the Nine of Wands. Okay, I asked a slightly different question than maybe you did. I oh, said, really? "How should I?" I said, "How should they move forward as a couple?" Oh, interesting. Because I was curious. Yeah. Because I'm nosy. And I got the King of Cups, which is interesting compared to your Knight of Cups, the Wheel of Fortune, and the Lovers. Now, as we all know, the Lovers can like mean that deep soulful connection, but also there's that, to me, it also can mean that decision that needs to be made for you two together. And especially right. with the presence of the Wheel of Fortune, the King of Cups, I think this is something that you need to be open with your partner about and accept whatever this means for you as a couple. Yeah. Because yeah. To, that's to me, at least with the King of Cups, there's that like, not only like emotional t- maturity and depth, but there's also that sense that they, it's a well thought out sense of emotions. Like you understand within yourself that where the emotions are coming from how you want to deal with things and coming presenting your partner with those that cup of emotions essentially yeah i also think that that does go kind of well with like kate's specific next steps of the nine of wands and the knight of cups because the knight of cups has all that whimsy that we were talking about Mm. earlier so there's like the next step is sort of like accepting that with whimsy also can kind of come like a little bit of a burden. Like if you're not having the conversation that it might feel like you're carrying a way heavier load than you need to, or you're way more burnt out than you need to be because you're sort of like idealizing stuff in some ways. I feel like the Knight of Cups can feel really idealizing. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like so romantic and like whimsical and stuff. So, and the nine of wands is more about resiliency than just a heavy burden, but also the figure on that card is exhausted as hell. So like, yeah, maybe it's saying like, if you want to still keep things sort of more hypothetical, emotional brain level, rather than like talking about it and working through stuff, like the wheel of fortune is kind of working through stuff also, right. Then it will feel much more exhausting because you'll feel so like the cognitive dissonance between sort of like expectations and reality might be stronger and harder to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I like that this is really is encouraging you to like speak with your partner about it. I think that yeah. they'll probably be more open and understanding than what your fear is, because I think right. your fears automatically be like, Oh, I have to break up if I'm, you know, that's not what the cards are indicating. The cards aren't saying right. you need to break up. The, the cards are saying you need to be open and honest uh, with your partner and talk to them about it because they're going to be the one, because it's you two together in this. So, right. And also I think that having the King of Cups there is like such a key part of this because there is so much emotional maturity in your relationship. And yeah. since Esther asked specifically about the relationship rather than any individual, having the King of Cups show up for that is like, you have a very emotionally capable relationship. And so that yep. will make the conversation like possible and doable. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good luck, Kate. That's a complicated situation. And sexuality yeah. is always, you know, something that can be so tricky to go navigate with yourself with. and with others. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Good luck. We love yes. you. Keep us updated. Yes, we do love you. Uh, all right. So announcements and shout outs. We have a new Patreon supporter. So I think that we should mention it again. Our Patreon is really great. Obviously, we have a lot of charmed content recently, but <laughs> we also, when you join at the, what, $15 level, yes, you 15, get yes. a cheat sheet for both Tarot and Lenormand. You get that right off the bat. Like, you don't have to be supporting us for months and months and months the way that you do if you want one of our care packages, which we also send out once a year. If you support at the $15 level, you, and then do that for more than three months, you'll get a deck or a book from us but if you just want to do it for one month to get our awesome amazing beautiful cheat sheets for both tarot and lenormand you can support us at the 15 dollars level for any length of time we just super appreciate it um but everyone all supporters five dollars and fifteen dollars get all of our bonus episodes 
Um, and just like a ton of fun content there. Sometimes yeah. I forget that we went through a whole period where you were reading us your Avonlea fanfic. I mean, it's there. <laughs> I'm not saying you should listen to it, but it's there. We're also I'm planning saying lots of. You should definitely <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we're also planning lots of content to go with our book that's being released. Oh, yeah. Some secret episodes, some chapters that are going to be sneak peeks. So Stuff our Patreon people are get going art to be rights for. <laughs> yeah, rants so about certain orders. Um, <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so it's a, it's, it'll yeah, be we're, a good time to be a Patreon supporter. Exactly. We're, we're planning lots of lots of things that we're not at liberty to release at the moment. So right, we're not exactly. just going to be charmed forever. Please don't think that. Although I am loving the charmed episodes and that is super fun. But yeah, it won't so just fun. always be charmed. And there's a ton of back stuff that's really specifically yep. tarot, tarot witchcraft, magic yep. stuff going on yeah, that way. Totally, totally. So our newest Patreon supporter, though, is Anna. And I'll pull a card for Anna. Okay. Your card, Anna, is the King of Wands. Ooh. I love it. What a great card. I know. Cool. And then our announcement, even though I mentioned it two weeks ago, I did not actually achieve it till last week when I was procrastinating on other stuff. But we updated our shop with all of our decks and books that we've reviewed to be a bookshop.org affiliate link rather than an Amazon link. So if you would like to show us support by ordering books through our storefront, that would be fantastic. And you can access that link. We'll put it in the show notes, but also if you go to either of our Instagram profiles um, and click on uh, our suggestions or our recommendations on Mm -hmm. our landing page, you can get it there. Or if you go to our website, wildlytarot.com, there's a link from the header there to go to bookshop.org, which if you haven't heard of it is super cool. It's basically like a repository of independent booksellers. And so it's a way to get really great books for good deals that are from independent stores rather than Amazon. And yes. you can also pre-order our book there if you'd like to. Yay. Um, the Amazon pre-orders are frustratingly more important for algorithm reason- reasons. Yes. Uh, but... If there is, if that's the thing that's standing in your way of pre-ordering the history of tarot art by Holly Adams Easley and Esther Joy Archer, <laughs> you can do it through the shop on bookshop.org as well. So we'd appreciate it. We're so yeah. excited about this. Super excited. And that's the other thing is that if you pre-order, we haven't like set anything into plan, but there's going to be some incentives for people who do pre-order. So yep. when you pre-order, hold on to your receipt so that in the future, you can share that with us for some different various reasons. Yes. We're like super fish. There's like a PR person at the publisher who's like helping us with ideas of what we should be doing. So We're super fish, professional. Good job, us. Go team. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add, Esther? Okay, okay, I'm looking at the Murder of Crows tarot. I'm shuffling it. And there's like a reversible card or there are two cards stick together. Am I, am I saying the wrong weird things? The crow father and the crow mother. You. I know uh, it's weird. I think it's the same card, but they don't have a back. It's I don't know. It's weird. It's all one card. They don't have a back. It's it's. I'll, I'll show so you. So it's video. one card with two different. It's faces? one card, and I didn't realize it until now. And I'm looking at it like, what the fuck's going on here? I okay. think that might be a misprint. I don't have that. Well, I I got the special edition. So fancy, fancy, fancy. Over yeah, here. but it's not as fancy because they didn't deliver on some of their promises, but we'll get into that when we're there. <laughs> okay, so let's get to it then. This <laughs> week we are reviewing The Murder of Crows Tarot by Corrado Roy and Charles Harrington. And uh, I'm going to read what the publisher says about it, but then I'm also going to read the first page of the booklet because I think that that kind of sets the scene yes. um, in some ways. So... As an omen bringer, messenger, and scavenger, the crow has no master. It brings you the answers you need, although not always what you wanted. This captivating deck by Carrado Roy presents crows in their all their gl- gothic glory. It awakens your soul, bringing enlightenment as well as fear and disquiet. It's striking black and white. This deck is a necessary addition to your collection. And then the first page of the booklet says, which I really love, your journey among the crows begins. You awaken in a strange shore. Before you lies a land of mist and intrigue. In places, it is treacherous and desolate wasteland. 
Let your gaze penetrate the mist and you'll find a dreamscape filled with wonders. On this journey, your constant companions are a murder of crows. Black-winged and cunning, these are the extraordinary messengers of the other world. They answer to unseen powers. Their croaks and caws convey great wisdom. Their far-seeing eyes pierce the vast distances of time and the far reaches of space. Nothing is hidden from them for long. If you follow where they lead, your adventure will transform you inside and out. I kind of want to play like a murder of crows behind you as you were saying that. So maybe that'll go. We have two that live in our yard, basically. Actually, a tree in front of our house, but they're in our yard a lot. And I love them. But Mac hates them, unsurprisingly. Uh, okay, so we have two different versions of this. I couldn't wait because I really love Corvids of all kinds, especially crows. So I got the first edition that came out, which is just the standard Murder of Crows tarot. Tell me about the one yes. that you have. I have the Murder of Crows tarot. I think it's the Lux edition. What is this? What is this bitch called? She's called the Murder of Crows tarot, but she's like the, what is this? What is this? Limited edition. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh my I have gosh. limited number nine hundred twenty-eight. Oh my gosh. Okay. So tell me the gist of what that means, because I didn't realize that there was a limited edition. <laughs> it's supposed to mean that you're supposed to get a red gilding on the side. The red gilding is not there. It is advertised Ooh. as having red gilding. It is not there. It's oh, also awkward. giant. It's it's like Solabusca size. It's like the size of Visconti. Either. Visconti. You have oh, Visconti. Shit. Really? Yes. It's almost that big. It's Whoa. it's like a little more. Sh- it's a little shorter, but it's legit that big. Um, and you have the deluxe box. I think the box is different. It's like a um a magnetic flappy box. Yours okay, is like a, is it- a two piece box. Can you hear that-, that on the mic? Yes. It pops. Mine is but yeah, a, a two-piece hard box. Mine is a one-piece and it magnetic snaps. I and guess I didn't it. realize how much we needed to be able to see each other. <laughs> That's what this Because some podcasts totally us. record just audio only oh, without yeah. ever seeing each other on video chat, but oh, we're so yeah. used to it. And I just thought it was because we liked to see each other. But no, now I'm realizing that we like try to show each other stuff a lot too. <laughs> I feel like this is the very much like the Leo and Taurus. Like, look at all the shiny things I have in my I pocket. Know, seriously. Like, <laughs> so I think that's all that it means is that there's, they were supposed to come with a gilding. It's a little bit bigger and it's a special box that is limited. I think it was like only 2000 were printed. Is that what it says here? 2,999 copies were printed. So oh, that's what that means. Um, so, and also on the picked cards themselves, that's outlined in red. So where there's blood supposed to be, there's like blood splatter everywhere. Yours is can just we, black and white. Can we switch to Google? I need to be able to see you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I'm having a really yes. hard time visualizing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's hang up and we will switch to Google. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I can't see you yet. Just Don't celebrate yet because I can't see your face. <laughs> yeah, I can't see your face. Or No, I can see your face, but why can't you see mine? What's happening I here? have no idea. What's going on? <laughs> what is wrong with this everything? <laughs> isn't mercury retrograde over <laughs> mercury is direct isn't it okay well what? you got to see my face for the first hour of okay, this okay. now i get to see your okay. face okay so i'll show you the cards okay so these this they're giant wow okay, so those are huge because this is like hilda okay yeah like this is wow. like, look at this they're giant yeah, that's a significant okay. difference and of course and if so they're really hard to shuffle i don't know if these are the same backs that you have mm-hmm or not. Okay. And then the but mine fronts... is just only black and white. Oh, I don't okay. like that. I don't like that, Esther. It's so makes it so much creepier because there's like red splotches and like the blood stuff is more evident. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually a really good thing to just start off with. So it's available. Yes. So my version is available everywhere because it's mass market, not limited yes. edition. Yes. Esther's version is much harder to come by. Um, but either way, Mm-hmm. I found this deck to be so much creepier and more gruesome than I was expecting it to it be. Is, it is. It is called Murder of Crows, and there's lots of murder, and there's lots of crows, and lots of crows that are murdered, and lots of but crows that are murdering. Here's the thing: <laughs> because a group of crows is called a murder of crows, I was not expecting the murder to be so literal. 
I this is this is very true. The I was expecting like because the preview images were just like lots of crows kind of like looming about, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's like actual like entails coming out of stomachs. I'm like, okay, this is not my favorite. Yeah, so I think this is like it's weird because both of us own it, and I honestly like. We've said before, we like te- almost everything that we review is something that we purchase because we like. Yes. It. So there's really yes. rarely a deck where it's like, oh, boo. But I yeah. feel kind of ooh, boo about this deck. Like, I, th- I think some of it's like, OK, because like the red, at least on my versions, it's like on the outline. It's like if it's a people card, usually. But there's like so much. It's like gruesome. It's not even like it's just. It's just more violent yeah, towards animals and violent towards humans than I expected. And I would have liked like a content warning before. I mean, seriously, because when box. I was looking through it to come up with my favorite cards. So first of all, I've had it for months and months and months and I've used it oh, yeah. once. Okay. And maybe it's like kind of like a, oh, you use it around Samhain sort of thing because mm-hmm. of the dark themes or whatever. But it's still just... It like even in black and white, because I have the standard edition, which does not have any red color. It still is like very like gruesome and ghost like. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that obviously has its place in tarot. And I'm not saying that I only ever want like uplifting, upbeat cards, but I think that it's like almost like comically gruesome, mm-hmm. like not just serious, but also like just kind of gross in some ways. Yeah, it's like the book kind of makes it seem like the cards were more meant for like storytelling sort of mm-hmm. reading tarot instead of like literal meanings that we would be familiar with, with RWS system or any kind of other system. Yeah. So I feel like that's what it's kind of going for is that more like storytelling connection between the cards, but still it's very much like blood for the sake of blood. Does it make sense? Like, like, Oh, let right. me throw some blood on here so it can be more scary than, you know, not. And like, well, I and think the creepy factor is very much there, but yeah. it's just a little bit more violent creepy than like deviant moon creepy, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, I, I mean, we have a whole chapter about deviant moon in our book and I actually really like it now after, cause it's a really cool deck, but right. at the same time, the visuals upset me. I think so. There is kind of like it, the book is helpful in kind of understanding that. Like Esther said, it's sort of about storytelling. The interesting thing is that the minor arcana is like kind of also made to be a little bit spookier by having themes for each suit instead of just the symbol. So like mm-hmm. cups depict the realm of dreams. Um, pentacles depict the realm of greed, which I have such problems with. I don't think it's yeah. fair for earthiness to be. It's like kind greedy. of the reason that I hate so many like overly simplified uh, ideas about Capricorns, which is my moon and rising oh, and right. Taurus, which is my sun, because it's just like the earth signs don't have to be about greed. That's no. not what earthiness and like luxury have to be about. Like it's not greedy to say, I want my space to be as comfortable as possible. That's not greed. No. That's just earthiness. Anyway, wands depict the realm of growth and swords depict the realm of riddles. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you saw my eye roll. <laughs> I did. And you're just the cutest human being on the planet. I just like, I love it when Esther, because what Esther, when Esther eye rolls, what she's thinking is, come the fuck on, dude. It's no, always at a dude. It's always like, bro, it's relax. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, why are we trying to reinvent the tarot wheel? Like, you well, don't I need to be special. Are, I think there are a like, lot of ways to do it without being like, okay, oh, Pentacles are about greed and all swords well, are about trickery. Like, no, it's it doesn't like have very to be like that. Edgelordy. Like, that's what yeah, I comes across to exactly. me. Very edgelordy. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that paired with this sort of like super highly gruesome, like horror movie right. style artwork is like, oh, this is maybe like not for me. Like, that's kind of the impression that I got throughout the whole thing, which is crazy yeah. because I love, love, love crows. And I always I have. Well, it's like some of these cards are so gorgeous and you really want to use them, but then, like, if you pull something like the Ten of Swords that we'll talk about later, I'm sure, because I'm going to talk about it, you know, you're like, <laughs> I don't know if I really want to have this deck with this Ten of Swords in it, because I don't need that in my nightmares. Yeah, you know? like, really. I mean, it does feel very, like, this is sort of like a Guillermo del Toro, like, really yeah. scary, like, sort of spooky other world. But anyway, so my version is a standard tarot deck. It's a kind of, it's super glossy, but a really nice cardstock. Um and yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I just yeah. don't. I was. I didn't like it as much as I wanted to, and that bums me out all the I time. Know. That that was that was me as well. Like I was expecting to get out. I'm like, oh, I love crows. I have crows that follow me around in my neighborhood. They're amazing. And then I get it open. I'm like, but the, you're killing the crows. Why would yeah, I want? The crows aren't safe necessarily. Yeah, the, or the crows aren't just like if it was just like the crows murdering people. That's fine. Like I just didn't I was like go it crows to be murder. I like I really uh, thought it was just going to be murder be, of crows as in groups of crows. Like groups of crows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which yeah. I guess this is even more in depth than what my idea was because it is so sort of like like nightmarish and murdery and also crows, but I really was just kind of more expecting like crows to be added to every writer weeds. <laughs> I know. I mean, if I'm being really honest, I think that that's way more of what I was expecting. I wasn't sort of expecting like a, like Elvira looking, but not as camp woman surrounded by crows. Yeah. I think if it went a little, just a little bit different, it would be camp and it would be fun, but I think it's too gruesome. And so it isn't camp anymore. Well, and some of the, some of the uh, court cards are wearing or like, people cards just people on cards in general are wearing like plague plague bearer yeah masks and that and they're but in the shape of crows and then also like wearing crow head so it's just very much of a like a nightmarish deck that i didn't realize i was getting myself into (laughs) yeah exactly i think it's just (laughs) a a little bit over where i wanted it to be yeah yeah uh i do still have some favorite cards though because there are some okay. cards that are just like yeah. very very beautiful so maybe i'll go first because i only have four. yes go ahead okay and okay, then okay. you can go so i yeah, but damn it we both can't see each other so you're just gonna have to know what <laughs> okay. i'm talking about I'm, okay i'm gonna trust i'm gonna trust that that we have mind melded similar cards actually okay. i'm gonna take a picture really quickly and just message it to oh, you oh yeah on, go ahead yeah send um, it to me why this is so bizarre i know what the hell is going on <laughs> Okay, so oh god, why are images so poor within this app? Anyway, so my okay. first favorite. Oh yes, I knew that would be one of your favorites. <laughs> okay. Which one? The was, I knew the moon. Oh, oh the, the moon, moon. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is the moon because I think that that's like the most what I was expecting of the deck. Yes. It's two crows sitting on branches with a really cute stylized moon with a like gentle face. Yes. And that's kind of what I thought this deck was going to be more like is that sort of thing. And it kind of looks different than the deck because I have a deck, the moon on the deck, like the face on the moon and stuff like that. Like the that's face on way the moon different. Is not gruesome or scary at all. And all Absolutely the other faces not. Yeah. are so gruesome and scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I just really love that. And I wish it was more this vibe of like crows doing crow things, not humans yes. being terrible to crows, basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, I also really like the Empress kind of for similar reasons. It's just this really Mm -hmm. striking female figure, like I guess femme presenting figure with a crown of stars and a crow. And it's just really pretty and striking and beautiful. And I really like that. That is one of my favorite ones too. It's gorgeous. I also like judgment because again, it is more of what I was expecting, which are crows Mm -hmm. in tarot situations. So this is a crow with a horn and crows coming up from the grave. But I like it because the visual imagery is kind of about crows in a graveyard. So it's sort of like Mm -hmm. that joint feeling of like both having that traditional judgment idea of people sort of like rising to the occasion with yes. the spookiness of it being in a cemetery, but it doesn't feel quite so gruesome. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and then lastly, this is the only one with a human-crow combo that I like. And okay. by human-crow combo, I mean people dressed as crows. And that is the <laughs> Four of Wands, because it has... It still seems scary. Like, it's not a Four mm-hmm. of Wands that I'd want to be participating in. But... right. It has figures in cloaks wearing crow masks, but there's still the like greenery. Not It's not green, but still the idea of the greenery surrounding the wands. And I just think that it's really kind of cool and sort of like occultish and like, like spooky, but not gruesome. So I also really like that. Card. To, to me, that what came across a very campy, funny card. Yeah. Like, I kind of like laughed when I saw it because it was just like four bumbles, you know, people bumbling in a field somewhere, you know, like, so <laughs> that's what I felt. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I really like those four, but yeah, struggled with a lot more. Okay. Let's yeah. hear about your faves. Okay. So we agreed on the Empress 
and I sent you a picture of mine as well, so you could oh, see helpful. them. Maybe like we you could see the. Do this. this is a helpful this way to true. do this. This is true. Um. So yeah. So oh, the yeah, empress. The red is interesting is, on yours because it's not like on this one on the, the empress card. The red is more of like effect and doesn't look like blood. It just kind of like just like looks like a shadow. Highlights. Yeah. And I like the way that the the empress in this card is very cold empress because a lot of times we just think of the empress as la 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 and here she's very like more calculating and more you know and she knows everything and she's confident in that knowing so i really yeah. love that card when i first saw her i thought she was wearing like a priest collar oh yeah 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 because the lighting I mean, of her the, her face is really lit but the rest of her body mm-hmm. isn't but it has some light hitting her neck and it almost looks like a priest collar Yes, it, it actually does. I love the high priestess because of how occulty she looks. Like even yeah. though she has like a cross there, it's very much of like a um like a heretic sort of cross sort of way. So I really love and the ravens are kind of looming in the background behind her crown. And yet again, the red effect on here is not like a blood effect. It looks more of like a red shadow. Yeah. Which to me it's it's not like it that's like you can do red like that and it not always imply blood or gore. Right. So. Right. Totally. So I think it's really pretty. I kind of like the world because it's like it's a raven headed female that's like has two staffs. And I kind of think it's really funny. The raven head just like looks so ridiculous I on this beautiful body. But it's I, hilarious. It is kind of. Cr- yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's like maybe. gruesome and hilarious at the same time. I don't I know, know. That's so. the thing is that I can't ever decide if it's supposed to be campy or serious. So maybe yeah. I just am not like maybe I just don't get it. You know, maybe. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe we're just not the audience for this. Because it is like a this, sexy, but... sexy body with like a yeah, actual a full, raven like head. not a, not a crow mask, a crow no. head. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I kind of really like death because this death is like a badass. Yeah. Like you're not gonna fuck with this death, like no. at all. There's no there's no question about this death. This one is coming to like slay essentially. So right, and that's an example of red being used both as like a highlight and also gruesome blood because the like monster horse that death is yes. sitting on is <laughs> yes. trampling bodies. Yes, I think the red just like I don't know. Maybe it's just because this is not the season of the year where I want to talk about scary things or look maybe? at scary things. I don't know. We'll have to revisit this in the fall sometime. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think that's a bad idea. Maybe we should revisit it in the fall and just see if we feel more connected to it when it's like a spookier in season. a season. Actually, I'd be curious. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from yeah. our listeners about if revisiting reviews of decks we've already reviewed is something that you'd be interested in. Oh yeah. Like, is we there a deck that, that we reviewed that you think that we should review again, like with new eyes or new information? Yep. Email us. Wildly yeah. podcast at gmail.com. I'm totally curious to hear that. I know. Cause That'd I think be this is kind of the perfect example of like, maybe we just shouldn't have done this deck in the spring. Like maybe that's why it's feel- maybe we should have done this being deck. Born, right? So yeah. Talk about death. like, and we're seeing like all of these plague doctor masks. Basically, yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're trying to feel hopefulness about the future, and we're looking at a deck that would be better suited for October. This is true. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, we can we can just slate it in for a Patreon episode or something, revisit it, and then like if it changes that much, we'll just update the current episode and you know. Uh, and be like we did this again oh my god okay now i'm looking at your what the my wtf cards okay let's talk about your wtf cards okay so do you pick any wtf cards no or is it like the whole deck yeah 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 (laughs) just because most of them i was like no 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 okay no no okay maybe this one no (laughs) (laughs) okay so gonna look at the ten of swords first because this was the one that i think we both like saw so it's basically it turns my stomach it's re- like, especially with the red, it makes it a lot more gruesome than I'm sure in black and white. So it's basically crow. So crow is basically eating a guy's stomach entrails. Entrails, head, yeah. And he's so he's on his out. back and being pinned down with the swords, which is swords. traditional imagery for that anyway. But then there's yep. crows like eating eating his, his stomach, inside. and the yep. figure is alive. Like he has this yeah. scream of he's anguish screaming. on his face. Yep, yep. And <gasps> uh, it's not my favorite. Um, and then. <laughs> I picked this card because it's the devil card. And and it's basically, it looks like a woman who's like giving a blowjob to a guy under a crow that has a pen, like pentagram on his a chest horned, carved in this a chest. A horned crow. A horned with a crow with the color, a pentagram on his chest. chest with a woman giving a, a man a blowjob. That's what it looks like to me. It's like the male gaze here, versus here. female gaze thing. No, I'm looking at it on my phone right now. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Can you see that? I don't, yeah. I don't know. 
yeah, it's I, it reminds me of like the conversation about the male gaze versus the female gaze. And I just maybe feel like this deck like has, has definitely more like of for a male gaze. Great man yeah. gaze. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We saw the world. She's beautiful body. but That's definitely male gaze. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting to experience decks like this. And I yeah. don't want to say that, like, you know, that it's bad because I do think that it's real. Like the art is like Beautiful. expertly done. Yeah. It just is yeah. so not for me. Yeah. I at this am point. just disappointed that they did not deliver on the red gilding when that was a promise in the advertising <laughs> and there's been no explanation for it. Other than that, like I just that's have true. So there's that I can't shuffle. So that's all I've got for this without deck. the gilding. There's, there's a kerfuffle online in the tarot community about that because all of the, promotional images have all a of red edging and none of them. And that's why we paid more it. money for this deck too. I mean, it's like the limited edition is limited edition for a reason. And yeah. And so. the standard one, it's like, I'm again, like good cardstock. Well done. I, I love the, that low Scarabeo is starting to do like hard to piece boxes more and more. Oh yeah. Like it's just such a good look rather than tuck boxes. But I mm -hmm. think it is kind of weird that they would charge more for the, limited edition and then have it like not really fulfill that if it were an indie yep. creator who was doing that they'd be they would get so many apart. bad emails they'd oh be yeah murdered apart. like that ten of swords basically like that would be yeah seriously and also just like i know that i know that corvids generally are scavengers yeah but i think because we have relationships with specific pros that we like so much it's like yeah. kind of gross to see them being like tearing human flesh well and also like there are crows being murdered on here i don't think i'd have as much of a problem like mur them murdering a human being because i'm like ha 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 fuck humans because humans suck but like what did the crows do to you man like so <laughs> they're just living their life exactly they're living their best corvid life so. All right, so card to pull our relationship with the deck. This is gonna it's going to be like the most terrorizing card. Relationship with the deck, okay. I'm ready for it, okay. Oh, I got death. <laughs> well, like... if anybody wants the murder of crows, <laughs> DM me on we're doing Instagram. It, we're doing giveaway on Wiley Terror Podcast Instagram <laughs> yeah. of two Surprise. decks, one limited edition <laughs> yeah, and one, one regular and edition. One not. <laughs> Well, what card did you this, get? I got the seven of wands, so it it almost it almost hates me. It's like okay, we'll give you one chance, and that's it. I think we'll so. give it away after we revisit it in, in the fall. It's true. This, in this the deck fall, does yeah. not like either of us, which is no, fine. it doesn't. Which is, we don't really like it that much either. So I guess and see unusual. now for those who say maybe you should review like this deck or this deck or this deck if it's something that we don't own. The reason is because we don't like it, and decks that we don't like don't like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will say that the spread in here, the counting crow spread is really cool because of course when we read the um that book with the crows, the one is for sorrows, da, 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 da. do you remember that book, Mrs. The, uh Death of Mrs. Westaway. Yes, thank you. That one had like a poem in the beginning. They take that poem and use it as a spread in here. And it's oh, pretty yeah. cool. And I was That's like, like oh, a okay. traditional I think a traditional British uh thing about crows. Yeah. So anyway, that's in there. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think like the book is pretty good and the spreads are pretty good. It's just the cards are not as expected. So, well, and I, that's the thing is that it's like the art repulses me, but I also recognize it as beautiful. Right. So if right. that's your thing, if that's something that you like, then it, this would be a great deck for you. That's just not something that I like. Yeah. So we'll revisit it in Samhain time and uh, come back for that episode. Yeah. And watch us be like, oh my God, so perfect. And then it'll give us like very positive, wonderful cards. And we'll be like, yep. okay, fine. Thank you very much. Exactly. All right. So next week we're going to talk about Tarot, No Questions Asked by Teresa Reed. It is a book. We haven't it done is. a book for a while. We I'm have. really excited about it. Um, And it's been out for a little bit. So if you want to... If you already have it and you want to read it before we talk about it next week, that's fine. Or you can wait yep. till you hear our review to see if you think it would be valuable for you. But we're excited. Yeah, I'm, I've already started it and it's really good so far. So I'm yeah. super excited. Super great. Uh, it might take the reins of being one of our favorite intro to tarot books. I think. Yep. After I think so. A couple of pages. Cool. But that's so, spoilers, so yeah, no, we'd still listen to next week's episode. <laughs> yep. It may change like, like this deck. We thought it was really good. And then at the very end, it like 
takes the rug out from under us. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, so ne- uh, that's our show. What am I talking about? Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a handy form to submit questions with. And also tell your friends about us and rate and review us. We have some new reviews that were just so precious and so sweet. So thank you for those people that like last week sent in reviews because they mean a lot to us and they help us sincerely in the algorithm. I mean, seriously, I've never thought so much about the algorithm in our whole entire lives because we've always just been doing this like as a hobby. But now that we have a book coming out, we're like, oh, algorithms. Those Maybe this is something some we need reason. to carry about. Yeah, sure. Okay. You can so, also yes. follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. You can also join our Discord um, like a troll tried to yesterday. And <laughs> I was like having to ban like four or five different times. Anyway, so you may have to go through some extra steps to be approved into our group now, but that's only temporary until the troll decides to move on. To leave so, us alone. It's like, it's like, what do you think you're going to try to do, Brandon? Just move on. Brandon. It, it, we don't. <laughs> no one cares, Jaden47624. Like, just move on. <laughs> so anyway, so you can join our Discord. And also we have a Red Bubble shop with certification mugs, sort of certification diplomas and lots <laughs> so of other much good, good stuff. stuff so much yep. good stuff and remember go forth and tear wildly this week we love you we so much. love you we love you so much so much <laughs> <laughs>